this is a conversation that needs to be had in many groups and also the conversation about other forms of racism against other groups are also necessary especially if you haven't done so already all these things are maddening and it is depressing stop asian hate stop double api hate i'm tired of this crap yo 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 aiden you know what to do what's good creamers What's good, Creamers? Welcome back. Episode 84 of the Half and Half podcast. Uh, just want to quickly shout out. Y'all have been, can, we appreciate your continued support. Uh, we're still barreling towards that big 1,000 stream mark. We're Getting a lot closer than I thought close. we'd be. Yeah. Getting very um, close. Yeah. So we really appreciate y'all. And uh, yeah, I think uh, as we've had to do, arguably too many times on this podcast we just sort of have to i think start with some rather heavy news that's happened in this country yeah uh man hell of a year to have a podcast right from 2020 like it feels like 2020 there was just so much and it's you know we forget the shit happened before too so Mm -hmm. yeah but if you do not know i mean even if you do i'm just going to go over the details because i think it's important uh eight people were uh, killed in a uh, shooting in atlanta six of them identified as asian woman um i will not be revealing the name of the shooter because i feel no need to give attention to someone that reprehensible but instead i will sort of just go through the specifics of what happened so this I'm referencing a cut article that was published today, updated last at 3.13 p.m. March 17th. So if anything seems uh, out of date or there's missing pieces of information that came out after the fact, that's why it's not here. So basically, a lone gunman went on a shooting spree at three spas across the metropolitan Atlanta area, murdering six Asian women and two others. Uh, the attacks began around 5 p.m. when the gunmen entered Young's Asian Massage located in a strip mall north of Atlanta. He shot to death four people inside. Two Asian women were shot, a white woman and a white man. A Hispanic man was shot but survived, fortunately. No arrests were made at the scene. He was then seen fleeing. Rampage continued at Gold Spa. They found three Asian women dead from apparent gunshot wounds. And then he went to a spot across the street, aromatherapy spa, where he shot to death another Asian woman. Um, I, I will say uh, his parents notified the police that they were like, this is our son doing this. And I can't imagine how weird that probably feels as a parent, as a parent realizing that your child is doing these terrible things. Uh, I appreciate the fact that they contacted the appropriate authorities to make sure that this arrest happened. And before we uh, sort of just, I think, talk about this and the fallout, uh, I'm not mentioning the name of the scum who enacted the crime, but I will, uh, I think it's more important to remember the names of the people who suffered from this tragedy. Uh, Excuse me for any mispronunciations, pronunciations. I mean, no offense, but the names that have been confirmed in this article are from the Young's Asian Massage uh, shooting. So the names are, Delena Ashley Yon, age 33, Paul Andrew Michaels, age 54, Zhao Ji Tan, age 49, Dao Yao Feng, 44, 
And then Elsias R. Hernandez Ortiz, age 30, was the individual who was injured. We hope he makes a safe recovery. And we send our condolences out to the family, friends, and all associated parties of the people who died. Now, that's pretty much it for like background, or at least the background I have access to. Uh, it's been confirmed. He's been charged for what occurred with Young's, uh, with the shooting there i think the other ones the details are getting confirmed it seems to be the report and uh i mean i think we're gonna start by saying what it is we're not gonna do this thing where it's almost it's 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 morbidly funny to me that it's gunman kills like basically like you know and this isn't to ignore the fact that two the two white people who passed away but clearly there's a there's an mo here six Asian women shot in the media. It's like, Oh, I wonder why he did it. Like, come on. We know what was going on. Media took uh takes like correlation doesn't imply causation. Like very, like literally in these types of situations, you know, where yeah. it's like, well, we can't be sure what was going on in his head, but it's like, come on. We know like it's like, okay. Yeah. So it's what two victims weren't, well, we're not Asian, but so it was like, what's the name of the first place again? It was like, it was like Young's. Uh, I, I put the put the article down, but it was, it was yeah. like a, a spa with like a you know it was like an Asian owned business probably. Yeah, but I was gonna say it wasn't like Asian in the name. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let me pull yeah, like <laughs> but yeah, it was like you know, it, it, there's just too much to suggest that it's a hate crime targeted at Asian people, for for yeah. people to be this stupid and be like, for the media to be like come on now you know and when you leave this sort of gray area interpretation right when you're not calling it one uh you know i mean it'll happen anyway but you're really leaving an opening for all the dickheads who are like oh well this isn't about race and every crime someone who dies is this race so are all crimes racist it's like no you dick there's a trend do you know what a trend is this is a trend not a good one it's a trend yes but yes and um i i don't know if it's quite like i don't know if this started i don't know if it's from before but a lot of it has a lot of like the um there's been a wave of anti-asian hate crime in america in the past uh, mm -hmm. like 12 months uh i don't know if it was starting before coronavirus i don't know if it was be like i will say that the panic and the fear around it did not help it clearly like but i, I i'm saying like i don't know when it began quite i haven't looked into those numbers and everything but the the rise in uh anti-asian hate crimes has been very concerning yeah it does the rise kind of moves very parallel from what i've seen and like you said yeah. i'd be really interested in sort of the numbers and stuff and see where trends started but there definitely is a parallel with that rise and the pandemic so that's yeah, absolutely a reasonable association to make also you were right the uh first of the three locations is literally called young's asian massage so yeah there you go um that seems like a very i don't know that seems like a very purposeful place to begin is all i'm saying yeah yeah and, and on top of when you look at the actual um victims too so i'm saying like at that right. point it's like it's it's just it's black and white for me it's like it's right there yeah and it's really unfortunate because um I mean, it, it, I think it goes without saying that what happened was unfortunate, but what bothers me on top of that is like, 
you know it's sad that people like it takes stuff like this to happen sometimes for people to realize like yeah like we weren't kidding about like you know the uh anti-asian rhetoric and behaviors that were happening like that shit happened before the pandemic it was rising during the pandemic and it sucks that it like it, it doesn't really register for people until something of this magnitude happens and then you have to ask the question does it even really register because this happens so regularly in this country these type of shootings that people get numb to it and that's not okay you know yeah um and again especially with like the thing that is so like terrifying about an event like this is that this was like one person that just he, he made his way to three different places right mm-hmm. and like yeah just like obviously a man with like obviously a man with an agenda that just like just he had the tools and he had the means to act out on something so evil that's awful that's terrible. And who knows if they even catch him without his no, parents yeah, yeah getting involved you know yeah and who knows like how far he would have gone it's like i don't know that's scary stuff that's scary stuff right now yeah and it's it's one of those things and i'd like to clarify that neither aiden nor i i mean no single individual can speak for a community but obviously aiden is not asian and while i am technically asian you know the the stuff that's been happening lately that's sort of kind of converges at this incident it's all been directed towards asian people with a sim- with like a certain type of quote unquote appearance you're usually looking at east asia uh, going into sort of the island parts japan the, you know what i'm talking about yeah. not really indian asian or i guess if technically even russian asian is a thing too <laughs> right so yeah, it's definitely, I, I don't think they're, um, I don't think the trend is with Russian, like with uh, anti-Russian, so. Uh, so, yeah. take what we say as we're we're just observers in this, mm-hmm. and we're not speaking from, the, we've experienced different things in our lives, like discrimination, uh, whatever, but, you know, just keep that in mind, <laughs> like, you know. I don't know what it's like. I can't say I have a like, yeah, I'm Asian, but I also don't have the first person experience of what it's been like living through a pandemic and being scared that people are going to like blame you for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't apply to me. And that's I mean, it's it's nice for me, but it's fucking terrible for everyone else. And it sucks that this is even a thing. And you know what else sucks? I mean, everything sucks, right? But what it's it just different things keep popping out of my mind. Like this, this type of incident is why people kept like begging, like politicians and anyone with a platform, stop using like Kung flu or China mm-hmm. virus. Cause yeah. I, I'm not going to go. Maybe I don't know if we can go as far to say those terms alone contribute to some like they make something like this happen but they certainly exacerbate like beliefs or fears or racist ideologies that already exist within people they're just sort of fuel to the fire and why add fuel to a fire like that you know yeah no absolutely yeah like um i don't know it's 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 very irresponsible you know to have a position in of power and just be like i'm going to actively make it worse just because i like offending people you know yeah this like is so I'm, that I, sort of yeah. yeah go ahead you got it yeah i was just gonna say like it's one of those things like i don't know i th- this is like 
just one of those things about like people that I've never really like understood just based off like Mm -hmm. my own perception of like life and everything. Um, I don't ever really find any pleasure in being like mean to people. Like, I don't get, like, how people would get pleasure from that. Like, I, like, I, right. everyone's different, obviously. I, but I don't know. Vasant knows that about, knows that about me is that I don't like to offend people. Like, I, like, I, mm-hmm. my, for me, life is way too short to either, like, get angry at people, get people angry at me or hold grudges, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know using words and terms and things like that that like you know i'm sensitive about my own language and stuff because like i don't want to just like completely like ruin someone's day someone whatever you know so yeah. i don't know it's super irresponsible people with a platform like that and again and at one point the highest office in the land use these type of terms and stuff to perpetuate these bad stereotypes that can be again we're not saying that these directly like, you know, it's not because of like some people uh, use the use certain terms that this is why this happened, but obviously feeds into stereotypes and it's wrong. So, yeah, I mean, in yeah, just to like reiterate that last point that we're, you know, it's not we're not so ignorant to say like, oh, yeah, this clearly had a role to play, but it's not as simple as someone says you know, something like China virus. And then the next day someone's going over and, you know, shooting up uh, an Asian uh, business or something. It's sort yeah, of yeah. like you said, it's these, these people, people already have fear, paranoia, racist ideologies, all that stuff's like mixed in. And this just sort of sets all of that ablaze. So yeah. And it's, and, it's validation too, for certain mm-hmm. people like that too, where it's like, well, if that person in power clearly agrees with me. Like, yeah, it sort of acts as that last switch. And, exactly um, yeah and yeah what you like you know especially you were saying like you taking a like pleasure in um you know being rude to people being mean being offensive and that's not to say like everyone at some point maybe maybe some of you haven't that's good have, have you use language or you use words and you're kind of ignorant to why you shouldn't and then you know when someone goes out of their way to like tell you not to do it and then sort of direct you in like ways direct you towards resources that can explain why or maybe they're courteous enough to explain themselves the least you could do is just not do it you know a lot Mm -hmm. of people were just being like can you not and then people would be like oh you're not you're trying to cancel me you can't silence me snowflake and then they'll say this type of shit and it's just out of spite at that point you know yeah similar to um you know some being like oh hi i have these preferred pronouns and then with you for Here's the thing you make everyone makes mistakes, obviously, especially if it was someone that you like knew as say he him that become that became they them, you might you might still either accidentally use their previous name previous pronouns, whatever that happens. It's not like, you know, people aren't perfect. And it's obviously like a habit you get used to. Um, But like knowingly being like, you know, it's like, oh, they like to be called they them. Well, I'm just going to call them he him just because I want to, you know, just because I don't respect their choice. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying when I say choice, I mean, their choice to tell you that that's their, uh, that that's how they identify their choice to come out and everything like that. Not that's that their identity is a choice. Just want to clarify that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's so, that's always so bizarre when it's sort of like, it's almost like a way to mark people on Twitter, be like, oh, they have pronouns in their bio. So, you know, they're sensitive and it's like, 
Nah, a lot of people do that. So, you know, they're just being like, they're trying to help you. They'll be like, hey, this is what I like to refer to myself as. Or so you don't make a mistake, you know, and call them by the wrong pronouns. It's yeah, just yeah. an act of conversational etiquette on the internet where you can't just look at a picture of someone if there even are pictures of them that you can see and determine what their pronouns are. And it's yeah. that sort of like, it's just someone out of good faith is saying, don't do this. And you just want to be stubborn about it. Yeah, and, no, it, yeah, exactly. Just I agree with you on that. And when I think when looking at this issue, that sort of goes to another thing where uh, a little, uh, at least when I looked at this morning, I saw for a while, uh, hashtag Asian Lives Matter was trending, right? Mm-hmm. And um, a lot there were people on the hashtag very nicely or under someone who tweeted it with that hashtag. There are people who would very nicely sort of explain, hey, Obviously, you know, Black Lives Matter uh, has it's been around for a couple of years now, but definitely last year, very, you know, relevant more. So yeah. it felt like even though it should always really be relevant. But yes, yes, of course. Um, it makes sense to me that someone sees what happened in Atlanta and the first hashtag or phrase that comes to mind is that because on its own, the phrase is right. All lives matter black lives matter asian lives matter these phrases work fine in a vacuum but the problem mm-hmm. is every, all of those have context all lives matter has a negative context because it, it literally only exists as a as a way, as a way to, to discredit yeah and black lives matter so when you use asian lives matter what people were trying to explain and you know if you disagree you know that you disagree and you have your reasons cool I'd prefer you understand this though, where Asian lives matter because of where that lives matter suffix has its connection and connotation in our modern, I don't know, vernacular, I guess is the word. Yeah. Black lives matter. It feels like a sort of weird, you know, it sort of feels like you're just kind of like taking something from another movement, even though you don't mean to. Right. And a lot of people nicely explain that. And then they're like, you know, Hashtag stop Asian hate. That's like the main one I've been seeing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, use that because that stands alone a bit better. And it'll help because we've seen this where, you know, and it specifically always seems to come back to Black Lives Matter where it'll be like Black Lives Matter is happening. And then bam, no, another group gets discriminated against, whether that be race or a religious group, like some like uh, with the Myers Leonard Jewish people. Right. Yeah. And then they'll be like, hey. Here, they sort of pit those causes against each other. It's like they try to pit things against Black Lives Matter, pit minorities against each other. And, you know, you don't want that. You want these causes to all stand alone because they're all very important. And then they can also work in unison well if they can all stand independently of one another. And you don't want to accidentally feel like you're biting on someone else's territory, right? So that's where, you know, that angle comes from. Don't use Asian Lives Matter because of the relation, the like sort of, connection it will have to black lives matter right connotation whatever but at the same time there are people who were very rude about this explanation and i think i can believe it understand that a very tragic thing happened that directly affects a lot of people in a certain community and if you are in like blm i you would understand that or you're like a you know you feel like any decent person you support minority every equality for all minority rights all that you understand like this just like it they probably didn't mean anything by it so it doesn't hurt at least your initial approach should be respectful if they 
if it turn if they're being kind of dickish about it, then just remove yourself from the situation, whatever. But your first approach shouldn't be to call them out and be like angry with them because you know it's just probably the first thing that pops into mind. Because like I said, the lives matter suffix has been very relevant <laughs> lately. So it's probably what pops into people's minds when they talk about this stuff. Yeah, no, that's yeah, 100% correct. Like, yeah, but the thing is, like, it is important, like you're saying, it's kind of important to have like those differentiations between the two, because like you're saying, there are people that will use that to like, there are people not saying that, like, it's everyone using it. There are people that will use it to discredit. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, that's wrong. That's very wrong. Yeah. Uh, especially in the wake that. of such like tragic stuff, which has happened. Like, it's like, yeah, of just course. be wrong to do. Yeah. And then this sort of, and this is sort of, I think we can sort of like close on this note because mm-hmm. there's, not, uh, well, there's not much else to say other than this is a terrible fucking tragedy, which is the culmination of some terrible fucking behavior, which was contributed to by some stupid fucking word choices. And we all just need to be more cognizant of these things. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But, and it's, I think NBC. Uh, tweeted out this article where it's like how black people can be allies to Asian people, which was the what the fuck, man? What is what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, what? <laughs> First of all, real the, the issue the minorities face is because they feel oppression from a majority. <laughs> and when yeah. I say white people, don't get offended. It's not all of you, but you know that's essentially like they want you want allyship from the majority so white people allying with these causes you know that's what you really everyone should ally with them but you know what i mean that yeah so that specifically would make it more, that makes more sense as a headline yeah but they specifically said black people that's absurd <laughs> and what that that's does so is it causes it starts this infighting where mm-hmm. look it is not black people's responsibility to help craft and lead the you know don't hate asians movement the stop asian hate movement because they have their own problems asian people have their own problems too the way we work together is we support each other in fighting for equality fighting for our rights fighting for our safety and peace of mind right we support each other in all these causes but at a base level it is incumbent upon each group to sort of be the face or leaders of their own movement it is not the responsibility of other groups who are fighting for their own issues to help like be like you know what i mean it doesn't make any sense it's like i'm doing my homework i'm not gonna do yours for you i can help you but i'm not gonna like fucking just give you the answers and you go fucking figure it out from there doesn't make sense don't does not make a single lick of sense to me either i'll tell you that much right and it causes this stupid infighting where like you see like and i'm look there there's some black people who there's a lot of people period minorities white people whatever who have said some very they've said the right thing and i think they're hopefully going to do the right thing and push for the right change mm-hmm. but i say i'm only highlighting like the, the like a specific group of black people per se because obviously a black person reads that headline and is like probably very annoyed by it <laughs> yeah. but then some people like, are going in there yeah, and like, then some people on, are going man. in there and being like you know Asian people are racist against black people. So why should we help them? What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, look, man, I'm 
I can say this as someone who's Asian. There are plenty of racist Asian people. Uh, you know, whether they whether that be they're from they're immigrants straight from an Asian country or they were born here or it's people who still live back in the various countries on the continent. You can't just you can't just say fuck fuck the Asian people. I'm not going to be an ally to them because there's been Asian people who are very racist. Yeah, because that's not right. They're in the same boat as you in and we're not I'm look I'm not comparing struggles either. I'm not saying this group has struggled more, that group has struggled more. Mm-hmm. Minority groups are in the same boat in the sense that we are minorities and yeah. there is a majority and we feel like the majority is oppressing us and doing things to us. And there's, there's parts of the majority that are encouraging these bad things towards us. So we all got to support each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we all got our own boats. They're all, we're all going to the same destination. And every boat has their own captains, crew members, whatever. But in the event someone's boat starts like sinking or there's a couple holes in it, people from the other boats gonna help plug it up or some shit. Yeah, I don't know if that definitely. analogy works, but essentially we're all united under a similar umbrella. That's it. We don't need to be fighting like this. It's stupid. Fuck you, yeah. NBC. <laughs> I I will say this. I'll just I, this is this is not a serious note at all. But like. When you were saying, um, I, I, my brain has been poisoned. It's kind of like what I realized just like, <laughs> like a few minutes ago or like, just like a minute ago. Uh, mm-hmm. because when you had brought up, you were like, uh, you know, it's like, I'm not trying to like compare other people's struggles. The, the first thing that came to my mind when you said that was that stupid scene from Jenny and Georgia, that Netflix show. Oh, I've heard, people, was, I've like, heard that show is a fucking pain. It's the it's the scene I sent you the other night where it was just like oh that's from that show Olympics. yeah struggle struggle Olympics let's go <laughs> oh my god, god that's, I that's hate one of the that worst scenes I've ever because, seen man look yeah. yes if we could somehow just be very subjective which is hard to be about stuff like this subjectively there probably is a group or a person who struggles more than another person or another group but at the end of the day the goal is for everyone to not have to struggle anymore <laughs> yeah know? no exactly. So like everyone just needs to be each other's allies. I'm not laughing because of what you said. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking about that scene again. I'm sorry. That scene is absurd. If you've not seen it, it's been uh, it's been tweeted out a couple of times and it's gone viral. Like a lot of people just reacting to it. So it's just fine. It's awful. But I just wanted I just wanted to point that out just because like look man I like I get it. It's every group's responsibility to sort of fight because other groups can't be burdened with more than what they're burdened with. But everyone can support each other at the same time. You know, there's a way you do that. And that's kind of all I have to say on the matter, because, look, this is a tragedy. It was spurred on by rhetoric that inflamed whatever existing, you know, paranoia and racist ideologies existed in this person. And I mean, when you look at the hate crimes, you can, you know, apply it to that too. the rise of those. So it just it just fucking sucks, man. And I'm getting real tired of it happening. And, you know, look, I'd like to say we live in a world where hate crimes stop happening. I don't know if that's feasible, but I'd like to live in a world where they don't happen as often, where, like you said, one man can't just, can just go on a murder spree and it's this easy for him to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just upsetting. You know, it's it's really yeah, all there is. Not it. right. And yeah, I would like to say the corporations trying to, you know, you know, because uh, there's like this uh, people always say like, uh corporations always like to align themselves with these social movements so they can move more units <laughs> what no i think they have complete i think they're completely genuine the songs. you want to know how why i say that because i looked yeah. down on my phone 
and I got a notification from TikTok that said, oh, silence no. is not an option. Stand with us together and we oh, can stop God. hashtag stop Asian hate. That's that that's wow. Okay. I, I find just, that um very uh funny coming from TikTok just based off of um the uh allegations that in other countries that they silence uh, LGBTQ plus creators. Ooh. Ooh, that's odd TikTok. I wonder how that happens. Yeah, I can't wait for Snapchat to send me a fucking video saying like <laughs> we love Asian people. Can't wait for Mark Zuckerberg to tell me about like about oh, how yeah. I how I can help out. It's like thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Can't wait for Dave Portnoy's help Asian massage parlor parlors fund. <laughs> God no. <laughs> I you guess know, that's, that's a, a. I was just saying. I guess that's segment. as good as transition as as any. Yeah. yeah. So you know, obviously, the first thing we talked about is very serious and very important, and it'll mm-hmm. spur on what discuss. It'll, but like I said, discussions have already been happening because Asian hate crimes have definitely been rising during the pandemic, and this will add to that. And you know, there's discussions about it. There's important dialogue. All that. But, you know, as a show, we like to talk about the real stuff because it's important, mm-hmm. like the stuff with some real weight to it. But at the same time, we don't want you to make you all dour and sad. So let's talk about someone being really stupid on the Internet. Hell yeah, <laughs> let's go. That's what we do best. That's that. what we do. So <laughs> <laughs> let's make fun um, of people that are basically that we're just as good as. <laughs> yes. So context for this story starts with Gord Miller who is a hockey commentator, works for TSN, which is a Canadian sports network, and does some work for NBC as well. And uh, uh, from what I gather, there was uh, he was covering a game last night, or he was you know on some analysis show, and he meant Barstool Sports came up, and he mentioned that he would never want to work with them mm-hmm. and would never want to be associated with them. Right? I can't blame him. <laughs> but let Perfectly me, let me just, reasonable take. Let, let me let me start with this. He, no matter what happens after this, he is the hero of this story to me. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, it turns so, out, you know, he um it's like after that it turns out he was like embezzling money from TSN. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's fine. He's I, he's still the hero <laughs> in this to me. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but what ended up happening is so, and then he followed it up on Twitter saying, and I'm just going to go through his Twitter thread, Twitter thread. Uh, my comment today about not wanting to associate with Barstool Sports has prompted a lot of texts, emails, and calls. The response has been incredibly positive, especially from female slash uh, people of color colleagues who have been afraid to speak out about their issues with Barstool and sites like it. Um, what is, I forget what, what does BIPOC stand for? Because I know POC Ooh. is persons of color. You see, I thought, and I is indigenous, the I fir- think. Yeah, I think it's black and indigenous people of color. Let me let me yes, just I'll Google it. Hang on. Um, I won't I lie. The first to... time I ever saw it, I thought it was bisexual people of color. <laughs> that's the I don't think that's. That. I think a lot of people think that just because your mind goes bi bisexual POC yeah. people of color. I, what does that, that mean? What Hang on. I'm gonna fact check well, live. Black, indigenous, and people of color. Okay. So it's like a catch-all term, essentially. It's a catch-all term. Okay. Yeah. So 
he goes on in his thread to talk about his problem with Barstool is the history of unapologetic misogyny, fair, racism, very fair, fair, fair. xenophobia, fair, fair. The repeated condoning of non-consensual sex, fair, which I was unaware of. But oh, you didn't know about that? Yeah, that's... Well, I know they're scummy in general, but I don't know what types of scum inhabit scummy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, there are... Ooh, it was like... See, so like like one of those like uh, condoning of like sexual assault things. Uh, mm-hmm. Portnoy, like way back when he first launched... The, like, not when he first launched it, but like when it was like first getting big, the site... He like I get I don't know if he still does this, but he would like he obviously he still writes articles and stuff occasionally. I bet, but he had like written in one like and this was yeah okay it's it was meant to be a joke. Let me like first start out with that you know because like you know you can be like he didn't he doesn't actually like believe that. I'm like yeah okay he doesn't okay, actually. Okay, it's a joke, it. but it's still a shitty a joke. joke, bud. Yeah, he said something like if you go to a club and you wear like a size three or something, you deserve to be raped. I think it was. Something like yeah. that, like super terrible, weird, creepy joke, right? Yeah, yeah, but like, so like someone, and like later on, he was being interviewed by like I think it was like uh, maybe CBS, mm-hmm. maybe ABC, one of them, uh, and they had said like, you know, do you regret that joke? And he's like, no, I think it's a funny joke. So he also made the weird joke about Tom Brady's kid, right? Oh, well, that wasn't a joke. He just posted a picture of Tom Brady's kid's penis. Uh, let me yeah. let me further clarify. Post a picture of Tom Brady's Tom Brady's minor son's penis on Twitter. Yeah, it, like the FBI, I think, showed up at his house because of that or something. Um, Which fair. I, I wish they'd arrested him then. Honestly, <laughs> I really wish they did. Yeah, I really wish he was on sex offender list now. <laughs> and uh, to get back to our, our uh, sort of a showdown here. Uh, Miller then goes on in his thread to sort of talk about uh, well he says at the end of one of these tweets like if not wanting to associate with that makes me part of cancel culture or virtue signaling or being woke I'm okay with that and he goes on to define what those he says like these terms often come up like cancel culture often comes up when people are just trying to hold people responsible right cancel culture is supposed to refer to sort of the way that the internet sort of hive minds onto just sort of ending someone's career right yeah but it's not a catch-all term there are cases where i think people i think we could say people overreact in situations where we don't have the full picture right and they try and cancel absolutely yeah happens but at the same time holding someone responsible for their actions is not canceling them it's just when you're an adult and you do things you're supposed to be you know what i mean that's what makes you an adult (laughs) is that you do shit and it's your action and if you fuck up it's your problem if a kid breaks a vase in his house like it, like a, a vase in his parents' house, and he's like under five years old. You can't really hold him like morally responsible for that. Kids are dumb, silly, and don't understand that like object permanence completely. It's like <laughs> they're like how things work. Meanwhile, if your sixteen-year-old child does that, it's like well, you're more culpable. Now, if your full-grown adult child does that, you are entirely culpable. <laughs> you know, like it's like so. That's once you once you get older, it's harder to type. T- give those types of excuses and stuff um so he also went on to say so i guess because he works for tsn his mentions are monitored like by a social media team or whatever Mm -hmm. 
so he was saying like when people mention me i don't actually get to see them because i guess they're like blocked or something and they sort of just get collected okay and anything of threatening behavior you're just going to get reported to twitter like he won't do it but because but, his mentions yeah. are blocked and it's like i guess a corporate i don't know if it's because mm -hmm. it's like a tsn monitoring thing or if it's because when you block people for mentions twitter can just monitor them anyway and maybe tsn contacted twitter and said hey our guy said something that's probably going to get him a lot of flack from this specific yeah. audience yeah so you know so he doesn't actually have any control over his mentions. so if anyone listening to this which you probably clicked off because you probably like Barstool if you're the one sending him like fucking death threats. But mm -hmm. uh, if anyone did that and is wondering why he that you don't get replied or you're getting reported, it's not him. So yeah, yeah, he's not even seeing what you're saying. So and then um, David Portnoy uh, quote tweeted that and said, "Nobody should ever be afraid to publicly speak their mind, but when you do, I'd suggest doing an actual doing actual research before slandering an entire company with blatant lies. Now come the part where our fans become the bad guys because they defend us from being called Nazis. Which, yes, do not call Barstool Sports Nazis. It's kind of probably baseless. He didn't call them Nazis, right? No, he didn't. He's just saying, like, yeah. it's like a straw man. He's like basically yeah. like creating like, oh, now people are going to come hate on us and they're going to call us Nazis. Yeah. You know, it's Thanks, a straw man. Jerk. He's the bad guy. He's bringing this hate mob to me. And by the way, this is why ratioing in general is kind of stupid because like someone might look at this whole conversation and be like, huh, Stool Presidente has more likes on his tweets or whatever. It's like, yeah, he has a bigger following, you know? It's yeah, like, he has a big army of chuds that are going like, to just <laughs> like everything he does. <laughs> yeah. And so then Gord quote tweeted it and said, if you want to point out where I lied about any of the stuff I'm talking about, xenophobia, racism, misogyny, etc., I'll retract what I said. However, I did do my research <laughs> and I have plenty. I, there is plenty of evidence. Oh my God. That's awesome. <laughs> the Portnoy He's like, said, prove it to in, me. He said, and in closing at Vindog 56 attack. I don't know who that is. Mm -hmm. Vindog. I have no idea, but he said then, like attack, like, okay. So he's like yeah, saying like online mob go after him basically. And then Gord quote replied saying one thing that is undisputable or indisputable, is that Dave Portnoy promotes aggressive online reprisals against those who disagree with him, as he did last night, which led to responses like this one, which was reported to Twitter by the people who monitor my account. Okay, so I think there's a social media team who monitors his account, which makes sense. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Um, it's, and it's Hollywood. This tweet well, it's not Hollywood. Reads, it's whatever Canadian Hollywood is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's uh, this tweet basically reads uh i'll break someone off or maim them for you i'd kill if the killing pays well whatever and even if you can say he's not being serious you can't just be throwing around like you're gonna go fuck someone up like you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like i'm gonna go murder someone <laughs> someone called me some someone said i was mean on twitter and i'm gonna go murder them super and then great reaction very healthy and then Vindog, uh, Portnoy posts a screenshot from Vindog saying, hey, Dave, I just got banned from tweeting for 12 hours. Apparently, Gord couldn't take the heat. So oh Portnoy God. also adds, apparently spreading false propaganda on Twitter is allowed, but memeing someone to death isn't. And then Gord quote, <laughs> quote tweeted again and said, I tried to warn you and their followers, I don't see the mentions. If you violate the terms of service, that's your fault. <laughs> It's amazing how like this this is a case though where it's like you can't argue with stupidity. Like that's like the biggest issue, you know? If someone is yeah. stupid and they're stubborn, it's it's like you can't like push them. Like they're just gonna like plant their feet in the ground and be like, Yeah. It's like I'm right. 
like I, and you're like and they have a narrative like for him he's like can you believe that this guy's banning all of our accounts and he's like i'm not i don't even know how so <laughs> I don't know how to do that yeah and also another thing that i think is shitty is i saw people in the reply saying this and i think you can go to her twitter and you'll probably see it gord has a daughter named uh blair who has a twitter account right and yeah. from what people said, she's like a teenager. Someone said she's like, he's like, it's like his 16 year old daughter who's on Twitter. And oh, man. she said, she, she tweeted stuff about like, for everyone coming at my dad about what he said, I'd like to say my piece. I'm happy I have a father who can stand by his morals and not sway mm-hmm. away from them. This was not a publicity center cry for attention. This is something like he believes this. Like he's never liked Barstool basically. Like, this is a belief he yeah, has. Yeah. And he says, she said, shame on everyone who's saying that the sexist, misogynistic, all these things are jokes because they're humorous. That's not okay. Your free speech, free speech is free speech, but free speech comes with consequences, right? If you tell a joke and people don't like it and the community doesn't like it, guess what? They have every right to tell you your joke fucking sucks too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not to mention that when you're on a private platform like Twitter or you're on using any sort of private platform owned by a private company your free speech isn't going to protect you if you're saying a bunch of problematic shit you're going to get in trouble yeah and i was about to say they have twitter literally has rules against this and it's stupid because there's people in her comments trying to argue with her and i'm like bro you're trying to either attack or argue with a fucking 16 year old teenager because you're mad about what her dad said that's (laughs) on a hockey broadcast it's like really funny to me too because it's like a reverse like my daddy will sue thing you know where it's like i like it's it's such a weird dynamic to attack because instead of being like you know i'm gonna call my dad on you it's like i'm gonna call out your dad to you like i'm i have a problem with your dad so i have a problem with you (laughs) like it's on a very weird very weird uh, i also don't know by the way with gord miller i don't know if he covers a specific team uh, i'm not a huge i want to get into hockey but i'm not really into hockey. that's right like that that's now. right it's not your future seattle Kraken fan yes sir but that's right <laughs> let's get it cracking um, boys yes sir let's but get like, it cracking release the so Kraken. yeah generally the people in the community like sports journalists whatever they seem to like him mm-hmm so he doesn't seem like a bad guy. Also, the one of the worst arguments I've seen is, so he works for NBC too, right? Okay. And people were like, oh, where was this when Matt Lauer happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and my, my first thing is, he's a sports guy. NBC yeah, is fucking huge. He works for NBC he's Sports. Like, realistically, he never met Matt Lauer. <laughs> he probably doesn't know the fucking guy. Yeah. He's like, you probably, even, you probably never watched his show. He's, like, too busy, like, watching hockey highlights. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, he's a hockey. You know what I mean? Like, the best way to put it is Shannon Sharp works for Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. Shannon Sharp also fucking hates everyone on Fox News. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like, he, just he they- will never realistically have to come into contact with anyone from the news division of the company. And nor you, everyone knows he doesn't endorse that side of the company. Yeah. He works for the sports wing. So he, that's where he does his, you know what I mean? He doesn't intermingle with the other fucks. Yeah. <laughs> As the sports and news segments of Fox are like basically completely divorced. I think even like to the point where it's like, it's like the same parent company, but it's like, they don't even have like the same leadership, you know? Yeah. Like it's, it's completely NBC different. has NBC with like the sports. And that's like usually a different fucking channel on your TV. Yeah, exactly. 
It's like, what, you think they all work out from the same studio? Like, come on. But the reason I really wanted to bring this topic up to you is because uh, you, 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 for better or worse, by the way, you know Barstool Sports decently well, more than I do, at least. Yeah, I and, think any gray hairs that I have have been a result of them. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like, you know, you know of Dave Porno, you and your brother have talked to, at length about how he's a fucking idiot. That is and awful. I want, just like, so like, this situation, how do you feel about it? Just talk. How do I feel about it? I feel like Portnoy is just, it's its more of him just doing the, like, he, he, he gets rage clout, you know? People like seeing him angry, and they like seeing him attack people because they're like, right. wow, pr- president's a savage, whoa. Um, <laughs> just so other, like, chuddy behavior. Um, I like, like call it chuddy behavior. It's very that's, funny. That's all, that's all I could call it. It's chuddy behavior, usually um but like so people that what the people that like him come to him for that you know so he loves stoking the fire he's he's a businessman and he knows that this is good for his brand it's for him to go after these people that's why he doesn't apologize for anything that he says that's why he doesn't like go back on anything he says because that would be against the brand essentially and the brand is based around basically like jumping through tables drunk like that's basically what the barstool <laughs> brand is, you know. So it's like, yeah, yeah obviously you're not going to go to barstool for smart political commentary. You're not going to go to them for nuanced takes on takes on serious issues. I mean, you're going to go to them is... for like sports yeah. content and seeing college kids get drunk, and that's it. And that's kind of what's been weird with like Portnoy is he became like a weird COVID truther kind of guy. Oh, that he was such an like awesome Trump period. guy. It's like they started bleeding into politics and health issues. The funniest, um, well, okay, like the two funniest, I think, like Portnoy moments to me are the video of from, it's actually, okay, it's St. Patrick's Day today, so this is perfect. It's an Um, anniversary. It's the anniversary, yeah, St. Patrick's Day last year. Uh, when there was all this hesitation about like, should young people be going out or not because of coronavirus that just arrived in America? Let me tell you, mm-hmm. the easy answer was no, they shouldn't have been going out. But there was a certain <laughs> debate because people didn't know everything at the time, you know? And Dave Portnoy got on his platform with his like millions of followers. And 2.4 million, by the way. I just 2.4 million on Twitter. Okay. And then even more on Instagram, I imagine. Or at least like a comparable amount on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he, he went on there and he had what he has his emergency press conferences. And basically said, like, you know, like, the young people, they're going to go out. But the the thing you shouldn't do is shame them. Like, I was, like, moral high ground about, like, it's like, I mean, like, I've been hearing all these things about coronavirus. Like, is the big deal? Is it not? I don't know. So here's what I would say. If you clearly are approaching this as, like, I'm not an expert in this, you shouldn't be doing. I like how he immediately, he discredited himself and then kept talking. Takes away his, like, he's, like, like, he's, like. The one of the things he said, and I remember this, I will remember this to the day I die. Okay. Cause I think it like, and I think I will die quicker because I think watching it took like 10 years off my life was he was like, I've heard this one thing that like, you know, if you hold your breath for five sec, if you can hold your breath for five seconds, oh, you don't, have, you don't have coronavirus. He, do, he goes like, he t- holds his breath. like one, two, three, four, five count off with his hand. And he's like, I guess I don't have it. So I guess I'm good. I, I guess other people be good, but you know, who knows? And I'm like, yeah, that's right, man. Don't encourage these people. 
Also, most people, unless your lungs are shit, can hold your breath for five seconds. No, exactly. Even if you have, and obviously we know about asymptomatic spread too. Like, yeah, if you we knew about asymptomatic spread, we knew about people that were asymptomatic back then too weren't going to have any symptoms, which is such a stupid thing to believe. It's just like it's just like the lack of brain activity, man. Like, he's got like three neurons firing in his entire brain at once. I think you know, like I think that's kind of why I see. Like three total. Yeah, and I've noticed this before because this happened before. I think it might have been like someone in that sort of like Eddie Burbag Drew Gooden. They like just like quote tweeted this thing where it's like someone got mad at Portnoy because he had just had COVID and then he was just roaming around like this local maybe Jersey neighborhood. Yeah, I I saw you roaming around without a mask on. I'm like, you're being fucking stupid. You know what I mean? It's like thanks, thanks, Jericho. Okay. And then um, you see the way Portnoy, Portnoy just kind of says like, oh, you're going to get fucked because he has such an ego because he has 2.4 million followers. It's like, no yeah. shit, he probably ratios uh, Gord here. Gord has 225,000 by comparison. Yeah, he's going to ratio almost anyone he wants to because his following is ginormous. And he people sort of has that. He's so big that even when he's wrong, he can literally just kind of physically like stomp them out. All you need or is he'll like get if, his minions oh. to do it. All you need is like fifty thousand people to like ardently agree with you. That's really it. But you'll get. Yeah, he's you know? got yeah. such an aggressive fan base. Mm-hmm. Guys who also drink like PBR and jump through tables. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I'm not. I'm okay. I, I'm being very general with like you know. If yeah, you like I'll, his pizza reviews, sure, whatever, have fun with that. I'm not gonna begrudge you. But like, I'm talking about the people that like like most of his tweets and like you know basically that would like buy like a saturdays for the boys or viva la bar stool flag uh that's like the or chud buy army. their merch yeah that's like the chud army i like really refer to i'm the talking chud about army. that that's like word yeah they're dude it's like such a dumb dumb group um he's just like this a dumb figurehead on top of it that's dumber than anyone in the group really what is it you're brother said in the uh, our little dm group about him like he's like really stupid but he's also like his followers are too so they, you know what i mean something like that probably yeah he probably said something he's probably something similar to that yeah he's, he's dumb and his followers are dumb so that stuff together to make a big dumb sandwich you know scrumptious <laughs> wow and by the way yes the the business fund is good that doesn't mean any bad thing he did is just if, like you can't get mad at him for it you know See, what i mean like, it's I'll like also, bill Co- wait hold up before yeah. i know you have issues with it but yeah. this is relevant because uh earlier today i was in my uh i was in one of my classes and we were talking about like black tv and bill cosby came up and someone was like yeah bill cosby did a lot of great things for the black community and like he had a lot of impact he also raped a bunch of people and he sucks so you yeah, know you can't just ignore that Dave Chappelle said that about him too, way like way back. Uh, well, not way it's back, like, a few years back. Yeah, where it's like he did some great things, but you can't just because he did those great things doesn't mean we can't also be like, yeah, you fucking raped some people too, you piece of shit. Yeah, we yeah, you can't just forgive that part. Like it's, <laughs> and we're not saying Portoy raped someone, but I'm just saying the nah, principle nah. of just because you do good doesn't erase your bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, Especially but, when you're still kind of doing it. <laughs> yeah, like. Okay, I I need to talk about the bar still fund a bit, man. Like, let it out. I don't think whoever is running this, I don't think they know how to distribute the money. 
Because like, let me pull up the numbers again real quick. Because like it's an absurd ratio going on in there for like from like money to businesses helped. It's like like I I looked at it and like I look at it and every single time I do look at it. Oh God! I accidentally opened up Barstool's website. My my recommended ads are gonna be so screwed for the longest time. <laughs> oh God! Um, and like here's the thing. Overall, yes, this is a good thing to do. I like. I support any charity work for like a good cause like this. Absolutely. Um, but I, I want to like put this in context too. Okay. Mm-hmm. $37,323,000 have been raised. Okay. It's helped 323 businesses. And these are all small businesses too. Not ones that would mm-hmm. like not corporations either, which is also good. I like that. That's what it does. However, I can also be critical of the way the money is being distributed because that's over 100K a business. Yeah, what? That's a lot of money. What? Why would you do it that way? What business? What? Like a lot of these places, like the, the main reason that this was made was it was, um, it was Cuomo and Tom Wolf were like the two that were like two of the major governors. So it's Pennsylvania, New York. They ordered that restaurants and a few other like types of businesses were going to be closed from like Christmas to New Year's, basically like a little before Christmas to a little after New Year's space because COVID was out of control. Mm-hmm. But the thing was too that a lot of these businesses, they rely on the holiday profits. So th- without the holiday profits, it's hard to maintain, you know, I don't understand. Like, why would you give? If, if this is like, if they have distributed all the money they have so far, like if that's the assumption and if that I'm kind of starting to believe it because it's been at that like roughly $100,000 per business ratio this entire time, I don't get why you would give so much to each business. It would be so much more helpful to give like 10 to 20, maybe in an extreme case, like 50 per business and just divvy it up that way. Like you, you, yeah. you could like help out like 700 businesses up to a thousand businesses versus like 300. Like, I just don't get It's it. very interesting that they're sort of like, let's give a lot to less versus give like a still impactful, helpful amount to more, you know, yeah, Why not real, like realistically reach? what these people want is they want to be able to pay their employees and pay their rent and then survive into the yeah. next month. And like, that's and like, they know eventually they're going to make a profit because of like the one vaccines roll out i can tell you that people cannot wait to be back in restaurants and they cannot wait to be back in movie theaters i hope <laughs> they cannot wait to be back in bars you know once they all get their vaccines and stuff so like at a certain point the profits are going to explode this summer it could be huge for restaurants one of the biggest summers in a long time you know so i don't it's- understand why you would do it this way is all i'm saying like i don't get it that's a valid sort of observation because it, it makes sense. And then I also don't take this fun and be like, oh, Dave Pornoy is like the working man's person because it wasn't that long ago that like uh, he said, like, if anyone contacts like a union rep or tries to start one or join one, they're getting fired, which you can't do, by the way. Is I think you actually someone... can't. Well, okay. It depends where it's based. It depends yeah. on the state if you can do that. Right. But like, it's not very like, you don't look like you're looking out for the people when you're saying, fuck you. If you want to try and join a union, I'll fire you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And like, again, I'm not trying to completely discredit what the Barstool Fund's on. It has helped out 323 small businesses. That's and great. that's important. I'm super happy about that. Like, you know, 
And again, this is something that I'm happy he did overall too. Mm -hmm. And like, I, again, there are some people that their businesses have been saved because of this. I am so happy about that, especially because right now, everyone that can help out in whatever way they can, that's great. And I applaud anyone's bill to help out. But also I can be critical of the way that this is being carried out too. And I can say that I believe this could be done a lot better. It's basically like, you know, say, say instead of like, um, say instead of $1,400, a $1,400 check, right? The government said, we'll give you $1,400, except we're going to spread it out over three months, right? Something like that, you know? Yeah. They might say like, we're going to give you a third of $1,400 for three months. You might be critical of that and just say like, well, give me my $1,400 straight up. And you, you're happy you're getting the money, but you can also be, you can also say like, I wish that this was done differently. Like, that's basically what I'm saying too, is like the distribution, I think it's just, it could be different. I think it could be better too. Right. So right now the distribution it's, makes no sense to me. Oh yeah, no, it makes absolutely no sense. And it's very, I just be curious, but I mean, at the end of the day, this whole thing is basically like Portnoy and his group are just, they it's funny they call people sensitive but it's not doesn't take much to really poke the bear and get them mad at you yeah absolutely and before we sort of like put a bow on this right uh mm-hmm. just want to say uh so gord also tweeted that uh someone uh sifted through all the mentions and the replies and gave like a summary of like what they looked like oh dear and god <laughs> he said apparently a good amount of them were positive because there's you know yeah. uh he, they said strangely the most frequent comment in negative replies was about the fact that in his profile picture gord is wearing a mask <laughs> oh nerd because when i was scrolling awesome. through the replies someone said something to someone who's being like rude and someone replied saying why are you wearing a mask and someone was like oh it's because he wants to look like a good little puppet for the government <laughs> That's awesome. And apparently, there was a debate about how World War II was won. In the in the replies? Yeah, apparently well, that was it, the thing that they oh, what, found. Oh my god, the, what is that rule? Hang on, that rule. It's like everything goes back to Hitler. What is it? <laughs> I, don't, I know what you're Hang talking on. about, actually. I, I'm just Googling everything goes back to Hitler rule. Now my, now my ads are going to be even weirder. <laughs> I've the got FBI is coming to your door. I've got, I've got Hitler in my search history. It's going to be really weird. Godwin's Law. And it's, yeah. uh, as an online discussion grows longer, the probability of a comparison involving Nazis or Hitler becomes more likely, which that happened actually right from the get-go. Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's always, Godwin's Law is true every single time, 100%. If it goes on long enough, it will happen. And um, uh, so, okay, I will also say what I think is funny. Uh, our friend Gord's doing well. He tweeted, uh, "Now where was I?" with a picture of a, a bottle of Jameson. So I think <laughs> King. Okay, wonder but if he wants to come on the show. I, he seems like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Also, most of his tweet, he clearly doesn't get on Twitter much to talk anything that's not hockey because like ninety percent of the tweets I've seen are just like him talk like retweeting a yeah. podcast talking about hockey or a statistic or something about like a team. Hey, maybe he'll retweet this. us if we say we're talking about hockey. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> but in the replies, there's just a bunch of butthurt people being like, "You're dodging the president," or "You're scared," and I'm like, "Are you guys still fucking angry? It's been a day. Like, get over Dude, it. 
Chud brain. What can I say? Just like one track. Smelly like not moving on. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know how we're doing on time. Uh, we're about like 58 minutes in. Do you want to do like a little Grammy bit? Because it would probably wouldn't even really warrant so, taking that much time, would it? So I, 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 I do, but also I have, I thought of this and I, I know I didn't discuss this with you with our pre-show prep. I, yeah. I, I have an impromptu conspiracy corner as well. Let's just do that instead. That's more fun. Yeah. Grammys like, are stupid. How, okay, let's let's do a one minute Grammy recap. Okay, how about I'm, I'm gonna start a timer on my phone, and in okay. one minute, we're gonna say like our biggest take. You get thirty seconds. It. I get thirty seconds. You want to exactly? Go first? Uh, no, wait, you go first. I'll tell you when it's thirty seconds. I'll jump in. Okay. All right. Ready, set, go. Everyone forgot King's Disease fucking came out and was nominated for a Grammy. Give it to Alfredo, you fucking cowards. That's the one that deserved it. Um, otherwise, I don't really fucking care. I didn't watch the Grammys. The only thing from the Grammys I really consumed was I watched Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars perform Leave the Door Open. It's fantastic. It's one of the best songs that's ever come out in the history of time. Can't wait for the album to drop. Uh, best new artist is stupid because Megan Thee Stallion isn't really that new. Would have been cool if Phoebe won it. But hey, Megan Thee Stallion was killing it. Uh, Christians who were for some reason watching the Grammys probably mad that they did a WAP performance. And I don't know. That's fucking it. Right, that's 30. Uh, Taylor Swift was clapping really hard. There <laughs> okay, so that's 30. I'm going to do 30 now, okay? Go for it. Uh, a lot of the awards I was kind of indifferent on for a lot of the winners. Uh, Taylor winning for Folklore was fine. I was happy. I'm, I'm happy for her. Uh, the weekend being nominated, not nominated for anything is still silly based off the commercial and the critical success of everything. Uh, him mm-hmm. boycotting the Grammys from now on, I think might be an overreaction, but I also get it. I'm happy for Beyonce that she's now the most uh, awarded uh, female artist in the history of the Grammys. And uh, Freddie Gibbs should have won for Alfredo because that was just the rap album of the year straight out. And anyone who dis like, and that's just the, that's the right opinion. And that's 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, there we go. So let's do a conspiracy corner. All right. Um, which, by the way, Vasant, if you got any like fun transition music, feel free to throw it in there. Something like you know, I think I have spacey. a file that I used last time we did this. So <laughs> awesome. Bring it back. It's like, ooh. conspiracy corner, or maybe that's just about. I do have now. a conspiracy dot wave from last <laughs> time, so I will bring awesome. it back. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, so welcome back to Aiden's Conspiracy Corner. It's been a long time since I've done one of these, but like I need to, I think this is the third time I've done it. Um, but there's there's one that like this is like the funniest one I think we've had so far, you know. And um let me tell you, okay. Fasam, what is a green screen? A green screen, it's it's literally just like a green, like sheet like it's made of like projector screen material and essentially uh using like editing software and stuff you could just like put backgrounds on it basically yeah you can put yourself in any environment whatever yeah definitely okay um so that's a green screen and i, I just wanted to give a little background info in case anybody you know uh, in case anybody didn't know i had the somp come in with that one because i i'm gonna i want him to be like why is aiden asking me about green screen so mm-hmm Joe Biden 
he was answering questions from reporters, okay? And they, he's talking to the reporters. I forget exactly what about. Probably something like, you know, hey, um, we'll just say, like, what do you think about, like, uh, what's going on on the border? We're addressing it. I'll see you all later. Bye. Whatever. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some eagle-eyed observers notice something, okay? Wait a minute. Joe mm-hmm. Biden's hand is in, is like in front of the microphone. Why would it be like that? Like these these are people holding out like boom mics essentially, you know. Mm-hmm. So his hand is over it, like his hand is in front of the microphone. Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense because like they usually would have the microphones in front of him, not his hands like blocking. Basically, like you can't see the full microphone in the camera because his hand is in front of it. That's typically not the view you would get right mm-hmm. like do you get what i'm saying does that make sense yeah yeah i understand what you're saying yeah, yeah. okay i just want to make sure i just want to make sure that makes sense um so people start thinking they're like why would it be like that what like what happened and some like you know some people are like well maybe like the camera like maybe the camera's at a weird angle maybe the microphone's like right up against his chest basically like who knows reporters are intrusive and then some people start going or what if joe biden wasn't there at all what oh no but follow me here Basant. okay what if okay, i'll follow what if joe biden is in a sound stage okay what if he's on a sound stage with the green screen and what if joe <laughs> okay. biden's not outside what if these are what if we're being shown pre-recorded clips of him on a green screen and the, the news and the media are passing this off as new and in person and live when really joe biden's been dead for 10 months okay that's not part of the conspiracy but i wish it was so i just put that that's where i thought you were going that was me editorializing there but like i wish that's what it was about okay Well, because otherwise who gives a fuck if he's not actually outside (laughs) so that's the thing basan who who does right who cares (laughs) okay and like what do you have to gain from a green screen being used in this scenario that you described give me an advantage i guess like if his health is like if he looks like what is it prince charles you don't fucking (laughs) prince Prince philip prince philip yeah the one who looks like fucking death yeah yeah the guy who just got released from the hospital look happy for your health and everything prince philip but you also look like that that's true yeah so (laughs) if biden's looking that rough maybe you don't want people to see that because the narrative of he's old you know all that shit's already yeah which is funny because he's gonna run for (laughs) re-election <laughs> everybody says he's gonna die. He's he's gonna run for re-election. You know, it'll be impressive if he's like one of the few presidents who doesn't age by being president. He just looks because <laughs> he's just old. Being basically like um for all my curb your enthusiasm enthusiasts out there, mm-hmm. um basically like how Larry David has perpetually looked like seventy years old. And he was like His fifty when the show started. Yeah, and then yeah. everyone else in the show was also like 50 at that time but it's now basically caught up to him in age <laughs> like by the end yeah. of the biden years me and you look like joe biden <laughs> he just looks the same <laughs> um yeah so people start cons- like the, the, this conspiracy and it spreads around like wildfire too okay like this isn't just a few people there are tiktoks with like tens of thousands of likes perpetuating this 
And how do I know that? Larry sent me some of them. Thank you, Larry, for feeding into that. Your algorithm, his algorithm's got to be fucked. His algorithm is so bad, dude. I cannot even. Because like he, he keeps getting sent in like these meme things he doesn't agree with. But TikTok is like, oh, you like this shit? Larry and I might do a cinephile together one day um, about a certain like uh, Christian film series. And I think that'll be a good time to talk about his algorithm because like it would play in. <laughs> His algorithm has just been absolutely like uh, like demolished by some things. Um, it's mo- it's it's pretty similar to like my Instagram reels algorithm to Sonic. Like it's a lot of um at this point just like alt right and like in like like orthodox Christianity. Like it's wild that like, he gets on his TikTok. Um, so yeah, so. The conspiracy now is that Joe Biden, instead of being in person with these reporters, was he was on a soundstage instead in a different location. I assume like the basement of the White House or something, you know, and he's not actually fielding questions from reporters in real time. And these are all pre-recorded clips and yada, 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 which so for the first time ever in uh, Aiden's conspiracy corner history, I have to say it. This conspiracy is true. (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty uh, good so, fucking editing by the way <laughs> honestly good job by the white house i gotta say like they really had they they really fooled me for a bit there but not you know we got editing. some eagle wait so how did he know it like so how is he saying like did he know what to say in advance like yeah basically well everything is planned vasan you know they <laughs> plan everything and you know who i'm talking about when i say they i'm talking about you know three Jay-Z. parentheses Oh. <laughs> three parentheses around the name you know what i'm saying vasan that means no. jewish people vasan no. <laughs> <laughs> why He's... three parentheses oh you do not the know other about two that? catching the anti-semitism like, the i was gonna say wait do you not know about that no oh wow okay so anti-semites on the internet and like neo-nazis they, whenever they talk about jewish people they'll make sure that you know that they're jewish by putting three parentheses around their name it's so a it's, way it's of being racist but covert. No, exactly. It's a, it's a way of like um covert identifying. Person. Yeah, it's like code words, you know. That's it's like I de- stupid. Yeah, no, it is. That's yeah, stupid. Yeah, but so if you ever get a text from me where I do that as a joke, now you know why. Um, so, so obviously that's not true that there are Jewish puppet masters pulling the strings. That's another conspiracy corner you can go into, but that's a like a three-hour episode of a conspiracy corner to go into how that all happened. Um, so what like what actually happened? Because no, I'm joking when I say that it's true. No, not true. So what really happened was that it was a weird camera angle that was being shot. Okay. And what actually did happen was Biden had his arms extended out and the boom mics were so close to him that his hands went past the microphone. They like really got like, it was like intrusive reporters essentially, you know? Um, and Joe Biden was a, what was he doing? Wait, what was I going to say? What was I going to say about that? Dang. Okay. So it was, they were close to his chest hand over them. Oh, okay. And we also got a different camera angle of the event that showed that's like, yeah, this like his hands were just in front of the microphones. Like it's just okay. So it's it's a big nothing burger, right? Yeah. However, 
it's just such an interesting study though in just how people will run with these insane things that they see online and just not even verify them they'll be like dude that's a green screen you want to know the funniest part too yeah owen and newsmax had reporters and cameras there and owen and newsmax didn't report on this as far as i know but what i'm saying is like if any like why would they be part of a conspiracy (laughs) if anything like yeah what like why would they like they would also be on the outside looking in being like, ah, look. No, <laughs> exactly, yeah. It? Yeah, like, why would they be far? It makes no sense. Like, it, it was just, it was all so stupid. It was great. And that's, We're that's all one of my favorite. in a big fucking stupid movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, and that is like one of the, that's an all-timer right there, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible conspiracy that Joe Biden was on a soundstage instead of in person just taking just taking uh questions like a normal person he went through all this effort to animate him man what the fuck i can't remember now what's that jim carrey movie where he's like in the tv world oh truman show yeah this is just fucking watch truman Truman show Show. they were like like, wait a second well that's actually that's a whole other interesting conspiracy theory because what you could believe too is that joe biden's not actually the president and donald trump is and joe biden's basically his little tv show world (laughs) where everyone tells him he's the president and we're all part of it. And we don't even know. That's what they should do for Trump. That'd be an incredible Truman Show sequel, in my opinion. I'd watch the shit out of it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it, it just begins with Kamala going, guess what, Joe? You're going to be the, congratulations, you're going to be the next president. And then the, then them like knocking him out and putting him in like a fake White House. You're going to be the next president, Joe. It's like, not true um yeah so that is that conspiracy any questions from the class <laughs> the class is shocked yeah they're like what could you imagine okay if i wound up teaching could you imagine the south me walking in one day being like let me tell you about joe biden and his green screen <laughs> you come up with this really crumpled green screen and just be like yeah. you see this you see this right here i found this it. Is the key to everything <laughs> You can be taken to different worlds. I throw it behind me, and they're just like, uh, "Mr. Mangan, it's just a greed. It's just greed. It's greed wall." Oh yeah, you can't see what. Yeah, I I just I made a background of me and Jupiter, but you like you can't see it. So like, <laughs> I guess I guess Mr. the effects. Mangan, when are we walls. getting our tests back? Oh this shut up, Stacy. This <laughs> is the test. Yeah, this is the test. Open your third eye. That's the lesson today. <laughs> Yeah, and now we have our guest speaker, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Kyrie. Kyrie walks in. Earth is flat. Jews run the world. We sage the room. Yeah, we sage the room. Bless up. Oh, and Jesus was black. Weaves. <laughs> what would you do in class today? We smoked sage with Kyrie Irving and Mr. Fink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That hell of a ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my conspiracy corner. What a what a eye-opening experience to end the <laughs> podcast on. Exactly. I thought you might like that. I'm happy I thought uh, of that while we were doing that this. That was delightful. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, so we're, we're wrapping up. We hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, you know, keep in mind, you know, there's racial injustice against all sorts of communities and just, you know, discrimination 
all sorts of problems towards all sorts of groups. And there's a lot of that issue, those issues in the US. Uh, we didn't even touch on them, but there's clearly a kind of control narrative you can talk about with the incident in question as well. So, you know, just, you know, be an ally, educate yourself, work with others. And, uh, you know, put also like, if you can donate, you know, assist in whatever way you can. Uh, I'll see if I can find the sort of donation or charity link because I've been I I keep putting those in the description. I'll uh, throw one in for uh, any sort of Asian organization trying to get something done. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah, thank y'all for mm-hmm. listening. Though we appreciate you. Uh, on a lighter note, uh, thank you so much for almost getting us to a thousand streams. It's going to be really surreal when it happens. Trust yeah, me. we're we're really close, and that's that's mind blowing right now. Yeah. Um, and I, Vasant, I will I said I would do this last week. I will share with you the audio right as we get off of this for the cinephile episode i have coming out with a special guest a fan favorite guest too just to tease you all a bit okay well uh yes look out for the content i hope you guys enjoy this one stay safe stay creamy peace peace stay creamy